Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single, independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Hashtag Single. So happy to have you join us today. I'm Jeanette, your host, and you are listening, obviously, to the best place to listen to single feminist content, Hashtag Single. Like I said, so happy to have you as part of the community. We have a brand new one-on-one episode with another badass single feminist guest. Um, This is kind of a fun story. So I've been having a streak of, of what I'm calling like strangers on the show, just people who are not in my immediate circle, if you will. And my guest and I actually connected on Instagram, which is such a 2021 story I love so much. Um, uh, She has a lot of content that's very similar to our own. And when I was looking for guests, she was like, I volunteer tribute. So Zofia, I'm so excited to have you on Hashtag Single. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. And uh, Zofia brought her friend, Renard. Renard, welcome to Hashtag Single. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) Renard was just informed about five minutes ago that he will be the voice of the patriarchy, which is my favorite thing to surprise people with. (laughs) Um, We we have a good laugh. And yeah, you're here for it. You're supportive. We appreciate that so much. So uh, the rules of the podcast, obviously, is that you sit back and uh, listen, shut your trap, and then we will <laughs> check in with you at some point that I I feel like I want to hear from you. How does that sound? Trap is shut. <laughs> you're a good sport. You're a good sport. Um, wait, I just want to mention this because I think this is really awesome and fun and people should know this too. That the three of us are in three different time zones. Renard is in what, San Diego? San Diego, yeah. San Diego. I'm, of course, in New York City, and Zofia is in Poland, is it? Yes, Warsaw, Poland. Yeah, so this is, like I said, it's it's even more of a 2021 quarantine story that we're literally connecting from different parts of the world over the same problems, you guys. We're all For real. In our oh, yeah. single lives. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you feel a little better? I don't know. Um, so this is a truly, truly international hashtag single episode, so. All right, let's get started. Uh, Zofia, where shall we begin? Let's start with, uh, we start with your story. Tell me where you're at in your dating life. What is your single journey? How do you sort of uh, express where you're at in your single life right now? Sure. Oh my gosh. So uh, I haven't dated since 2019. Actually, it's been like 17 months. And it's actually happened because uh, kind of unintended and I um, when the pandemic hit it was kind of for me like a sign that I should take a break because what happened in 2019 I was involved in a very toxic relation mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for the pandemic I would continue Uh, seeing people for sure. At the time I was in London and I would totally probably have date after date. However, when the pandemic hit, it was kind of like a sign for me that I should take a break and focus on myself. So this is basically what's been happening. Uh, There was one exception. I did go on a date one time. It was 2020 October, but it was because I was just visiting Finland and I just wanted to do something in town, basically. So that's what happened. I just went on a date once. So what's been happening, I've been really taking that time to focus on myself. And this is when my breakthrough happened on like single women empowerment and really, you know, empower women to focus on themselves so they can come back to the dating scene empowered and really change strategies maybe and see what was not working in the past. So it's been a journey and I'm actually really looking forward to going back to the dating scene, but I still feel that this is not the right time. (laughs) And the reason for that is because I do have a little issue with dating apps. Uh, However, another reason is I'm 
in Poland and usually I travel the world and usually I'm in the US mm -hmm. and that's where I usually date in the US or UK. I'm not interested in dating in Poland at all. Like every time I'm here, I'm just on a mission to accomplish something to actually go to my next destination. So I'm not really even looking. Wait, wait, wait. Tell me more about that. Why okay. do you not like to date in Poland? I have no idea what it's like to date in Poland. So please tell us what it's like and why you don't want to date there. Um, so first of all, the last time I dated in Poland, I was, I think, 19 uh, before I left for university. <laughs> and I've spent so much time abroad at this point that I do not uh, connect with people in Poland. It's more, it's more about mentality and just the fact that I'm just not interested in Polish men. <laughs> So you're talking about like if people in Poland are the, the Polish men that you don't want to date are people that are not uh, well traveled. Maybe they are from a small town. Maybe they haven't gone on to higher education. Is that it? Is this sort of a small town mentality versus a international traveler mentality? Uh, it's more about because I'm actually from Warsaw, so from capital. And okay. There's a mixture of people and there, there are a lot of international people as well. So not only Polish, Polish, but my problem is that definitely their mentality, uh, that they are close-minded. I still see that here in Poland and, you know, I traveled so much and it's just a different, uh, it's a, it's a very narrow-minded, uh, mentality. Okay. Um, I don't know how to call it. Um, like, I just don't connect with them. It's a different vibe. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's I get that. Something. Like, I, I feel the same way about, like, living in New York because New York is one of the most diverse places in the world, both racially, socioeconomically, um, culturally. And, and then, you know, if I go to another state, let, let's say, like, the middle of America or something, and I find that it's not diverse on any of those platforms that, that I just don't feel like those people see the world the way that I see it and they don't want the same things that I want either. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I totally understand what you're, I think you're trying to get at. Yeah. And the, the main, main reason <laughs> is that it's not the place I live. Like it's not a place I see myself living, moving Your forward. future's like, not there. Yeah. Yeah. My future is not here in Poland for sure. So I don't really see the point in creating that connection with with somebody here who just might be seeing his future here in Poland. So I just, yeah. It's, that makes it's, sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, but also in the, on the other hand, like it's totally of course possible to meet someone here who also travels as much as I do. Sure. So I know, I know that it's just, I guess, because, um, I'm here for the longer period of time right now, just because of the pandemic. And before I used to only visit. So I never, I just don't remember when I dated last time in Poland. So now when I'm here for a longer period of time, maybe I could, but I'm still in that belief that I don't date in Poland. <laughs> so there is <laughs> right. a limiting belief probably in my head, but still like it's not the place I want to actually be doing that. <laughs> I find, you know, that's actually a really interesting concept that I hadn't thought about. Like a lot of people went home in the pandemic and I wonder if people were like, you know, in general, people were lonelier in the pandemic. So they say that the app usage and swiping went up, meeting went down, but I wonder if people <laughs> were like... You know, there's that, there's that, that fairy tale in, in America. I don't know if you've ever experienced this with the sort of like Hallmark movie where like a big successful city girl goes home to her parents' house in small town America just for a small time. And she falls in love with the unexpectedly hot single guy that runs like a bike shop or so like a flower shop or like a <laughs> handyman shop. And then they, and then she has to choose between whether she wants to go back to her city life or, or stay in the small town. Um, I don't know that that's realistic at all, but I'm curious if people went home 
you know, just to stay for a short amount of time. And they, just like you, were they like, absolutely, I'm not dating here. I don't want, I don't want my future to look like this. Or did people, you know, did people, were people open to it? Did it change their mind and be like, well, I don't know, maybe I want to meet the guy from the bike shop. Yeah, I think totally they, because I have a lot of friends who are in the same position as me. They had to go back home. They had to change cities and they also, uh, they also not dating at the moment because mm-hmm. they know they're going to be leaving soon for whatever the destination is. So, but just because like I have a lot of friends who travel as much as I do. So we do, we only want to date people where we actually see ourselves in. That's smart. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. like country wise and cities wise. But of course, I'm totally open if I met someone just by mistake or accidentally and I feel the spark and everything, then I would totally go for it. It's just yeah. I don't do it intentionally if I'm not at the place where I actually want to do that. What are what are people like on the apps in Poland. Are you I'm imagining you're using like the same apps that we are in America, like Hinge and Bumble and OKCupid and Tinder? Uh yeah. Polish specific. No, I, would, I wouldn't even use them. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even imagine. I mean, individual countries must create their own dating apps, right? Or am I oh, is it everything yeah. just is like we just using American dating apps? No, we have the Polish sites as well. Yeah. Are there other dating apps that are specific to cultures or different countries that I, I'm not aware of? Do you know? Um, the only other one that I knew was the, it's also, I saw it in the UK when I was there. Um, the one that <laughs> it's only military guys. <laughs> what, is, so, what is it? Do you know what it's called? Oh my gosh. I can't remember. It was just like, it, it, it popped up. It basically popped up when I was like um, searching for, mm-hmm. for apps. So I remember only military guys. So if you are interested only in those type of men, which was a little funny, but yeah, it does exist. Um, I think there is a lot of niche apps depending what you're interested in. I actually mm-hmm. think there's a lot. I, I don't know any names. I wish I did, but I own, the only one that I noticed is the one with the military guys, which was funny because I was interested in military guys before. <laughs> well, that's the way you knew about it. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, when you're like Googling something on a computer and it's like the computer actually listens to your thoughts, you feel oh, like, like go- yeah, Google, <laughs> Google figures out what you're sexually attracted yeah. to. And you're like, hey, you might want this app that is specifically about men that, you know, own... A Jeep. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, so. Yes, totally creepy. Um, okay, sorry. So, sidetracked. I just realized there's so much I know about. I, I don't know about dating in other cultures, and I, I'm very curious about it. Um, yeah. Back to you. Back to you. Mm-hmm. I only use Tinder, which I'm a little embarrassed to say because I know people. As you should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I rail on Tinder all the time because I just find that I, I have personally have had horrible experiences on Tinder, like laughable horror stories. And so I, I really personally believe I'm biased that like the waste of humanity is on Tinder. <laughs> but that's just me. It's just me. It's okay. You do you. Yeah. You do what works for you. I know it's, it's bad. Like the app is bad and I had bad experiences as well. And I should probably change the app. It's just my, my like mindset was that I like, I don't need to go extra mile for another app, which is again, funny. No, it's exhausting to like start over again and like check all of them. Like I'm, I still have an OkCupid account, but I can't tell you the last time I checked it. Like I just haven't, I'm sure there's, you know, yeah, it's exhausting to keep up with all of them. So wait, let me ask you this. So let's say, so you're using Tinder, you're in Poland, but I mean, if you want to date internationally, theoretically, right? We're dating mm-hmm. for the fu- we're dating for our future here, and your future, let's pretend, is is uh, is in London, right? Theoretically, during this downtime, you could talk to anybody in the world, as long as that person considers themselves to also be kind of an international traveler, right? Yes. And a lot of men are actually in a different location, different country, and they choose other locations depending where they're going. So I've seen that a lot. I'm not sure if you experienced that. But uh, when I was in Finland, there was a guy I matched 
on Tinder and he was actually from the US, California, and he was going to fly to Finland in like weeks. And we matched. And then I noticed, oh, you're not here. And then he like kept on talking, yeah, but I'm coming. But then there was a restriction, so he could not actually fly. So he didn't know mm. where he was coming. <laughs> so I was like, no, let me know when you get here, then we can talk. Because I learned my lesson from the past, like, no. <laughs> um, I mean, I like, I like the idea of that. This really has opened up our world to like, you can talk to anybody because it's a pandemic. You can talk to, you can quote unquote, virtually date anybody in the entire world, which is mind blowing. But yeah, eventually you're going to want to see that person. And there are travel restrictions. And even if that person's going to Finland, how long are they going to be there? Like two weeks, two days, you know, like yeah. it depends if you're looking for a relationship, it's not going to work. If you're looking for a fling, yeah, that's fun. But if you're looking for a partner, maybe it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. And actually, this is exactly what happened to me like years ago when I actually uh, matched with someone on Tinder and then he flew to the country. It was UK at the time. And then I got stuck with him for the next five years. <laughs> but this is what he was doing. He, uh, he was a military guy, by the way. <laughs> he was choosing his location, wherever he was flying and like booking dates in advance. Like, oh my actually. god yeah that takes so much planning so much planning oh my god i'm actually so quite so impressed <laughs> i know <laughs> i so, feel like i can't get guys to commit to like what they're doing on saturday and yet the guys you're talking to are like scheduling their dates out weeks oh yeah that's and impressive he had, he had like multiple <laughs> women booked <laughs> um it, it, yeah yeah it's because crazy. what if one cancels what if one comes down with COVID? I mean, you need a backup. Yeah, exactly. That was a, sorry, that was like, that was an off-color joke. That was very sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. But not not untrue, but horrible. That's crazy. That's, um, so, okay, so long story short, you're not, well, you had your settings for a little bit to like talk to people from different countries, but not any longer. Uh, yeah, I stopped using it for now. I'm yeah. like, Actually, you just gave me the idea that I might go back to it and just set my settings. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. Abroad. <laughs> but I always thought, I mean, I, I thought that it might be a little evil just because, I mean, you would be totally open about it that you're not in the country. But I know right, a lot right. of people would just like say, like reject you straight away just because you're not there. Um and I have a lot of experience from guys doing the same. And they only do that just to book women up just for the fling or just for the so, night. And right, that's exactly, it feels, it feels good, yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah, it just didn't even occur to me that I, I could be doing that. <laughs> but I'm not planning to fly anywhere soon. So it right. would be all online, which I don't, I don't think I have the energy for that because it's what happens when you... Uh, talk to someone just online and you get your like you get excited and because you maybe enjoy the conversation and everything it's just it's just not right because we as women we create those images in our heads that oh my god we actually like the person and it just goes on and on and on and then we actually haven't seen the person so it might be risky in my opinion it might be a bit risky to go for a long period of time, just talking online and getting excited without seeing each other, without seeing um, the person. So I don't know if I would want to do that, actually. Yeah. I mean, you could see them, like, but I know what you're saying. Like, there's a lot of fear for women about getting catfished. Um, there's like a, a crazy story. My friend, uh, Chris, who was on the podcast went through where the, she actually had like a, a video chat with a guy, but, um, this was like early, early two thousands. And he ended up, what he ended up sending her was like a, a loop of a video. Like it wasn't like, um, a real person. I don't know. I don't think that's possible now that you'd be able to catfish someone to that extreme, but there's always that fear that like, is the person I'm talking to real? Like, or, you know, I don't know. Cause it. This yeah. is going down sort of like the crazy hole, but like, can that image be altered to look differently than the person that you actually are? So the safeguard is always to meet in person. Yeah, exactly. And this is, uh, this is just so funny because I just remembered that, um, when I matched with that guy from the military base, like five years ago, he actually, 
uh, asked me to Skype with him with a camera before we went on a date. And I was a little confused at the time because it was just like a first date. Um, mm. And I was already going to see him. And literally a day before he asked me to Skype. Uh, but okay, I was like, okay, whatever. And then after it was fine on the camera and everything, so it was everything fine. But then he told me that he was actually scared uh, that I was fat. And when he Ew. said that, exactly. And when I when he said that, I was like, oh my God, that is ridiculous. But another reason for that, he wanted to make sure I was the good candidate because we were actually meeting like really close to the base. So it was in the middle of nowhere. So if I wasn't, a good candidate he would have like wasted his evening <laughs> um, oh my god i really hope that you just never met that horrible human please tell me you didn't go on the date well unfortunately i got stuck with him for five years oh wait that's your ex <laughs> yeah that is oh i did not expect that <laughs> i know i know wow i got i um, love the way you phrase that like i got stuck with him for five years like like you just slipped and fell and you couldn't get out of this situation. <laughs> it's literally how it, feel, how it felt. Um, yeah. No, you fell in love, whether it was toxic or not. You were, yeah. you were in there emotionally. Yeah. But I guess. Um, yeah, we don't like, we don't like any kind of men that uh, are quote unquote scared for you to be quote unquote fat. <laughs> That's yeah, like, that was, don't know, uh, I'm not even going to pick that apart, but, um, but I'm, then, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with that person. But then, you know, when I got to know him more, he has, he had this fear of his uh, girlfriend or woman, whatever, getting fat. He actually had this fear. So he would like, re uh, he would like repeat oh this, like, oh my God, uh, I'm always scared if I get married, like he will, she will like not be fit anymore. Or she will like get fat. And it was just like a fear inside of his head. So that was ridiculous. But yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah his problem yeah yeah sounds like someone needs some therapy yeah for like. sure <laughs> um that's that's bananas but I, I just do find I find this really interesting like you know at the beginning of the pandemic we were talking about how there were there was a lot of theory around how th the pandemic might cause a return to courting like now that you couldn't meet, you would be forced to have long phone conversations and video chats and really get to know people. And as we know, of course, the opposite was true. But that to me was like kind of a smaller metaphor for your situation, which is like, well, you can't meet people or you don't want to meet people because you're limited by your choice of your location. So theoretically you can connect to someone living in Fiji and you guys could have a long distance relationship and chat and then like meet up in the future. But, um, I think it's all, yeah, it's, yeah. All, it's all theoretical. Like it sounds like it could work really well, but in actuality, that's really hard to make that happen, especially with modern tastes and, uh, just our, our modern sensibility around technology. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you, like, my old self, like if you told me this like a few years ago, I would totally be up, up excited for that. I could totally like, you know, connect with someone far away and just like send letters to each other or like emails and, you know, just like see what happens. And yeah. then I don't know, like after months I would meet the person, I would be totally up to, for that. But now I'm very cautious. <laughs> No, I'm very cautious because the energy I invest into someone, when I actually like the person and uh, I invest a lot, like emotionally, everything, I'm like ready to do everything for the person. So if that would happen with someone I'd never seen, like I just learned my lesson from the past that it's not that person I imagine my head in front of yeah. me. Yeah, And this is the common problem for women that we have this image in our head that this is the guy we think he is that person because we are so excited for everything for him. But then the reality hits us. <laughs> and I think that's the risk uh, if I if I was to connect with someone like and do the distance thing like I'm not. Really, well, yeah, another th the other thing about it is what we're learning 
um, in, in the way that we've all adapted to modern responses is when you're texting with someone, they have time to craft a response. You know, they can sit and think up something witty or they could send you five things and delete them. They could show it to their best friend and have their best friend respond. Like you have no idea. So it's not really a real conversation in real time. So there's been a situation where, where people like, really getting along. There's flirtation, there's witty banter, there's emojis flying, like people are getting, getting along and then they get together and it's not the same vibe. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's not the same sense of communication that you're looking for when you, when you're in the same room, looking at someone across the table. I've literally met people who like, couldn't look me in the eye. And I'm like, what is going on? Like we had a great rapport when we're texting, but you suck in person. Like you just, you just don't know how to communicate. So how do you, how do you marry those two things? Like you, you really just have to like get out of the apps and get out of text as fast as possible and try to connect in real time. Yeah, exactly. And I think now we, we like getting more and more awareness that like, it's all about the communication in relationships Mm -hmm. and it's so important and i i noticed that we it's better to go away from texting and it's better to just talk it's better to just yeah to do the um the camera call yeah uh or obviously the real face-to-face interaction because there was, there's always so many misunderstandings over the text and it's just a great way to maybe start things up, but it should, yeah, I, I think it's, sh- it should be quickly turned into like a real interaction. Right. Um, otherwise we just, yeah, we might get blind again. <laughs> yeah. Or it just becomes, it becomes something else. Like it just becomes um, a situation that you're, you're not developing or growing any further. It's just a person that you sort of reach out to in moments of boredom or downtime, but you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a stopgap. It's like a filler for your life, but it's not something that's contributing to an active relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I remember, I can't remember the title, but there was this movie about a guy who fell in love with uh, someone online. I think it was just the email thing, but literally just by writing, he fell in love with that person and it wasn't the real person. It was, I think, digital I can't remember the name of the movie, oh, but it was, yeah, it was something, uh, I think it was science fiction, but it just showed that we are totally able to invest uh, ourselves into something that might not be real yes. just by yes. writing and expressing our emotions with just, yeah, writing and seeing the response. And yeah, it's just like back and forth and we don't realize what, what is, who is it on the other side? What's the actual reality? <laughs> And what's crazy is like, that used to be enough for women. Like you think about back in like, I don't know, this is really extreme, but like you think of like the 19th century and like (laughs) how women used to get letters and they would fall in love with someone via a letter and then they would meet that person, they'd get married, right? I mean, obviously we don't know all the facts, but that's the way it's presented to us like in in history and in movies. Yeah, that's true. You know, we are sophisticated modern women now and we're (laughs) suspicious and we're, um, you know, we're protective. And so that's not, that's not enough. Just, you know, charm me with your words. Yeah. But I need to see some other things. I need to to know your values. I need to see how you are with strangers. I need to see how you treat the waitress in the restaurant. You know, there's all these little clues that women didn't have for centuries before us and they didn't need them, but we need much more now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I always repeat that we should not fall in love with words, but we should fall in love with Mm. actions. So yeah, and yeah, in the past that was that was enough. <laughs> and we because in the past women were settling. We were totally because True story. It, it was all about just settle down and have that marriage, have 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 the kids. And they literally didn't care about anything. <laughs> and now I feel like we're just raising our standards. We really want the true love. person. Yeah, yeah true partnership. Love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So when you go back to, where are you going to go when the pandemic lifts? Um, okay. So I'm working towards my investor visa in the U S so that's the, oh, wow. okay. that's the plan, but that's the long, well, yeah, that's a few months plan. So I, I'm not sure how many months it's going to take me, uh, because it depends. It's a long process with the, uh, with the visas, but this, that's the plan. And I already actually had the visa before because I had a sponsor from the UK that sponsored my visa in the US and that's how I landed in San Diego a few years ago. And I thought I was staying there, but then um, I actually left the job, so I had to go back. Mm -hmm. So now I'm doing the coaching uh, business. So that's the single women empowerment and that's how I uh, plan to get back my visa. Uh, through that business. So it will take me probably a few months, I guess. So you're move, one year. Mm -hmm. Theoretically back to the U S is there any like particular, do you love California? Do you, are you thinking of coming to New York? Uh, I do love California. I have friends there and I did have a chance to live in LA in San Diego. And I love those places. I never been in New York. So this is Definitely the location I, I want to visit and see and experience mm -hmm. for sure, because I've never been <laughs> and I heard a lot of things and yeah, it's just definitely my It's a horrible place to date. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you'd be welcome here, but your life won't necessarily get better in terms of romantic relationships, oh. um, but you'd be, in, you're in welcome company, but I guess I was curious, like just projecting a little bit, like let's, so let's pretend you, um, you come back to the U S and let's pretend that you come to New York and you start dating again. What kind of person would you be looking for? Would you be still be looking for someone who is, um, traveling internationally? Would you be looking for someone who grew up Polish, but lives in the United <laughs> States? Would you be looking for I don't know, a military guy, US military guy. <laughs> like what what do you envision sort of looking for when you start your new life? Yeah. Well, so definitely not a Polish guy. Okay. <laughs> um uh I would I think I would totally try something new. I would be open-minded. I would be looking more but this is this is the thing with dating apps it's so visual that no matter what i decide i'm gonna go for the ones that i actually like visually and True. This is little, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah this is so misleading so i would definitely end up with the military guys if i use a, a dating app uh or like with yeah dangerous looking guys I, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I do like um, masculine guys a lot, like 100% masculine, 200%. Listen, I, I see a bunch of them. I'm happy to turn them over to you. There's a bunch of dudes with guns in their photos. And like, oh my swipe left, no thanks. But maybe like, maybe that turns you on. I don't know. Like like we say, there's a lid for every pot. So and certainly New York has our fair selection of of them. No, there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of like bro guys in New York for sure. A lot of guys taking gym selfies. Um, if, if you're into that, I'm like hundred percent not into that. If you have a gym selfie in your dating profile, it's a, it's a hard no for me. Immediate hard. No. no. Um, yeah, but you're right. I get you like, but you can still like be first look at and say like, oh, I'm attracted to that person. And then look at their profile and be like, oh, cool. Like they're an international traveler or they are on here on a visa. They grew up in another country. So you, your values would align in that regards. Yeah. Um, but, um, they don't have to travel. No. Yeah. <laughs> once, once I'm there, like I, yeah, I'm okay. Like I don't have to have someone that travels. Um, it's just right now. It's just like, yeah, I would probably prefer some flexible, but yeah, once I'm there, like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, but yeah. it's funny because last time my friend visited New York, she actually texted me saying, oh my God, you would love guys over here. Like all of, all of them are your type. <laughs> and she actually texted me. Um, like super like, masculine guys. Yeah. Super masculine. Yeah. I told you like, they're all over the, yeah, they're all over the place here. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I guess she meant uh, mixed race as well. Like that's that's what I, mean, I typed in. That too. Yep. Yeah. So we do. I will say we do have a good selection of all. You know, like, and we have a good quantity of people who are single here too. So I've never complained about that. There's like a bottomless pit of different types of people in New York City. That's one of the reasons why so many of us are single. I think because people, it's just like. It, it doesn't feel like you have to actually make a choice because there's, you know, you look out the window and there's 20 more people outside. So, uh, yeah, that can be a downside, a but at mm -hmm. the same time, like I always think I'm like, I'm very grateful that I, that I have choice that I know I can go out and I can meet someone on any day during anything. Like it just feels like it's a world of opportunity and that's sort of New York to me. Yeah. I think I would love that because I remember when I lived in Cambridge, UK, and it's it was a small town and tinder would like run out of the options <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so they're um, like you've literally seen all of them exactly there's, there's and seven guys here that are available they're literally all of none of them was my type so that would I happen all the time to me i can't imagine dating in a small town i mean not only like but you hear those stories also that like everyone knows your business so even if you date someone who's like on tinder and you're in a small town like chances are maybe you went to school with them or your neighbor knows them it's like ugh, it's too, too much yeah too close for comfort for me yeah and i like a good selection yeah and um cambridge is also a student town so there's uh yeah well yeah um, that's true well, listen, before we go over Renard, I just want to like, uh, give you a shout out and give you some credit. Like, I think it takes a, a really strong woman to be able to say like, this is not the right time for me to be dating. I'm going to take a pause. And not only that, but you went and, and sort of recreated your life and decided to, uh, create this, this coaching lifestyle and this coaching brand to help other women find their empowerment around dating mindsets and positivity and self-worth. So um, I think what you're doing, the message that you're putting out there is really incredible. And I think what you've done, the work on yourself and what you're sharing with others is awesome too. Uh, thank you. And <laughs> I'm so glad that I actually, I found you on Instagram because it was literally my thoughts. <laughs> I know so, we're like, we totally vibed. I was like, oh, yeah. This girl and I were like, yeah, it probably literally was a hashtag that we shared. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> like Instagram was like, you guys share the same stuff. Much. Uh, I love um, it. I love it so much. Uh, Renard, let's check in with him. What's up? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you great. All, How are you doing? All right. I'm, I'm How, great. Come back from the patriarchal corner and come back. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? Wait, I have a question. Did you guys meet uh -oh. when Zofia was in San Diego? Is that how you, is that how you know each other? Yeah, she came uh, to my, yes. uh, my class. I, uh, I teach group fitness classes, so Rad, you know, she okay. came there and, you know, I kind of killed her a little bit, you know, but she came <laughs> back because she's good for punishment. You know? When you stayed in touch, that's so great. I love oh, that yeah, story. Of course. That's of course. fantastic. Uh, yeah. So talk to me. We, I mean, hit me. What came up for you? I'll ask you some questions, but I want to see just like right off the bat, like any thoughts or opinions you want to share about what we talked about? As far as the catfish thing, guys get catfish too, just to let you guys know. <laughs> Wait, what? And it's, and it's not, hold on, hold on. I know, I know you know this, but it's not a horrible thing that the guy is like scared that a girl is going to be fat. It's like, maybe he shouldn't say that, but like, there's a lot of things in a guy's mind that we're afraid of before we meet up, before we meet somebody in well, person talk, for the first talk time. Talk to me about that word. Why is it, why is it a fear? It's, it's. It's not even about the physical thing. It's more just, it's, it's just depending on the guy and what the guy wants. So it's a fear of, of the girl not looking um, as she would look in her pictures, just, just like with anything. But why is that potentially scary? Why is that something to be afraid of? What's like if I gain 10 pounds in the pandemic and I, well, let's, let's no, add it's not, it's not I about, 25 pounds in the pandemic and I look a little different. Why is that? See, see like that, that's not, that's not, here? that's not where, that's not where he was going. You don't gain 10 pounds within the two days that I'm going to meet you. That's, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> we're so not talking yeah, about when you, yeah, we're not talking about when you become in a relationship. We're talking about the actual catfish. Right. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. the guy that Zofia dated said that he was fearful that like his future wife would become fat. Oh, I thought, I thought he was saying that when he, when they met in person, 
Yeah, he said that when we met in person, but then That's why he wanted to FaceTime be so he would so he would know that she looks like her pictures. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly that. He he had this um fear for the date and then he also had the fear like long term, you know. Um but that was like a fear against uh marrying someone. So he would like fear he would marry this fit girl or this beautiful girl and then she would go fat for whatever reason. Um, so that was like a separate fear, I would say. But the one that he had oh, before he, 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 date, he issues, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so you, you are right. Like he was totally, uh, he wanted to make sure I look the same as in pictures because he just wanted to bang. Right. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Right, of course. Um, but I think but yeah, everybody- yeah. Right. Everybody wants the person that they swiped on to show up looking like that. Right? Yeah. right. I guess I was picking at it because like there's in my mind, there's no real reason where a man should be afraid if woman is not trim and thin and super fit. Like that's not something to actually be afraid of. You can be afraid that that person is potentially a sociopath or that person is a uh, uh, I, I hate this, but like high maintenance, like just a person with like extreme neediness or needs to be constantly reinforced and, and evaluated through the other person. Like there's things actually to fear, you know, wh when you're connecting with a person, but I don't think a person's physical appearance or their body weight is something that you should actually be like afraid no. of. Like you're, you're no. not as a man, you're not allowed to like be afraid that a woman might be fat. That's that's that, sorry. Yeah, that, that just me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, you're 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 allowed. You just you know, red flag. You're out of here. You know, it, right? That right. You, like else. you said, that person needs therapy. Like yeah. that person's yeah. value system yeah, is, sure. is, is the rye. Did you go home for the pandemic, or did you stay uh, in no, the city? I stayed in the city. And did you also take a break from dating, or did you continue trying to connect virtually? I, what's, what's funny about that is that I did not, I did not take a break. I thought that nobody would be dating during that time, but there were, there were some people that wanted to do like FaceTime dates and stuff like that. And I actually thought about doing it, but I ended up not doing it because the woman, she was just kind of very weird. I have a very short attention span. You know, I have a very strong uh, mom as a single mom. So, you know, that's kind of what I look for. Like, if you don't really know what you want, I, I, I become uninterested. And, you know, if you're not consistent, I become uninterested. Oh, and okay. This woman, you know, she's very inconsistent. And um, I was, man, I was prepared to do the FaceTime date with a bottle of wine and some pizza. Like, I was, like, ready, man. During that time, um, during, like, the pandemic, like, I think just everybody was just weird about everything. So, um, I did not take a break. I, I I actually did went on went on one uh date. It was like a um walking on the beach type of thing. And okay. that was it. Yeah. So you so you had one person date and you had uh -huh. one failed FaceTime date. Yeah. But and, still and, swiping. And, 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 and a bunch and a bunch of women that just want to be pen pals. Oh, that's all the time. Well, that's, I mean, that's more like what Sophie and I were talking about was this yeah. idea, I think it was a very romanticized idea that we could backtrack away from the like hectic swiping and like trying to meet up with someone every weekend or maybe even twice a week or whatever it was mm. um, to like maybe really connecting with someone, maybe having a lengthy phone call. And, and I don't know, was that just like a weird romantic dream of women? Did, did, men fantasize about that at all well i'm i'm, I'm gonna tell you something ma'am about um <laughs> <laughs> about me uh i can't I, believe I, you just mammed me I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well i'm not gonna serve you so um <laughs> okay all right so we'll, we'll let that slide we'll let I, that slide I, I, I can i cannot speak for men and zoe can tell you this i do not think like men i think men ha have the worst way of thinking ever and um, it's a lot of things that I disagree with. So when you ask me to to speak on the behalf of men, I cannot speak on the behalf of men because I, okay. I don't think like most men. So the if you want to ask me a answer. question, you 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 ask me a question, and I'll okay, tell you, okay. I'll tell you Just how I feel you, about it. You in your experience, mm -hmm. you speak from that point of view. Okay, is that something that that turns you on at all? Is that something that you fantasize about or romanticize about at the beginning of the pandemic, that you might connect to someone virtually for a longer month of time over like in a, without having to meet in person or were you just totally no. not into it? 
No, I, I, me personally, I, I don't do long distance relationships. I, I'm not a fan of it at all. Um, I, as soon as we match, I even have, I even have a disclaimer on my, on my profile on the first one. It says, if we match, um, I would rather go out on a date instead of spending time chatting on the app. I, I don't want to spend time chatting on the app. I'm a personable person. Um, I, I want to, I want to see how, how you are in public. You know, I want to see what your energy is like. I'm an energy person. So that's that's how mm-hmm. I'm going to be attracted to you by your energy, the way you I speak. If I ask you a question, how are you going to answer it? You know, just like you were saying before, how, you know, if you um, if you text somebody, you know, they can they can go to a friend and, and ask the friend, like, what should I say? Like, no, I want to I, I want to ask you the tough questions right in front of your face and see how you react. <laughs> what you that's, that's what I was, Exactly. That's, that's what I want to see. So yeah, I, 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 no, no, no. I was just going to say like, I a hundred percent vibe with that. Like I'm that person too. Like I think the connections are made in the moment and, and seeing Mm -hmm. how, how you land on another person and how you receive them energetically as well. There are certain types of people that need to feel that in order to have a connection with someone. There are other people that can connect with people, um, in, in a logistical mental way, like just with words that don't necessarily need that energetic connection. But I'm working on the theory right now. Is that really possible? You you gave us like a disclaimer and all that stuff. But I'm working on the theory that like women are cool with connecting verbally and with words and logistically and with intellect, whereas men need an in-person connection. I realized that. I have realized that. You thought you knew I was leading you. (laughs) (laughs) I did say it was a theory, but I'm leaning towards that. It it, it is. And, and And honestly, like, the past, I would say three to four months, I've tried to kind of accept that. But at the same time, like I am who I am. So, you know, if, if she's, you know, too afraid to, to, to meet up too soon, then that's probably not the person for me. That that's kind of how I look at it because it just, it just creates more, more stress in my Mm. mind. Um, Especially because I haven't, I haven't met you yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen you in person. So that's, I, I think that's what, um, kind of makes me more hesitant to keep the conversation going for for days in without without seeing each other I've definitely been in a situation like in a a, um, a match conversation with a guy where I felt like I needed more before we met up mm-hmm. and I would say that like like hey I'm not just I'm not quite ready to meet up in person like can we have a FaceTime date or, you know, let's keep chatting for a couple more days. And there was a, a hesitancy or a resistance from him in my, in that response. And I got the sense that I was like, oh, did I trigger his fear that I'm a either not interested in meeting up at all or B not real. I think yeah. a lot of guys are actually scared that, that women actually don't want to really meet up or like we talked about earlier that they are, that they're not, they're not real. It's just like, some old grandpa sitting in the basement in his, in his boxer briefs, texting and pretending you he's. Well, that, 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 that is a reality that that's not all women, but that that's a lot of women that are like, like I I have friends that are on hinge and they just change their location because they want to talk to guys from Australia. Like there there are women out there like that. (laughs) You, you, you guys are not, not those women, but there are a group of women that are like that. And that's, where that's coming from, you know? Have you ever uh, expanded your search parameters to talk to people in different countries? No, because I'm not in a different country. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I knew the answer to that one, but I was just curious. <laughs> there, was definitely, no. there was definitely a time at the beginning of the pandemic where I was like, I can talk to anybody in the world. I feel like I can connect with someone like, yeah, in London. I can talk to someone in Australia. But I had the same thing. I was like, what is the same? We talked about this. Like, what's the point of that? Because eventually yeah. I'm going to need to meet them. Like, it's right. not going to be enough for me to keep doing little FaceTime-y dates. Or like, I, I need to... And not just see that they're real, but just like you're saying, I need to vibe with them in real yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah. see if they're real. You know that that just comes with it. You know, <laughs> it just yeah. automatically comes with it. I feel I feel like we're we're all just in this like the three of us are in this holding pattern until the pandemic actually lifts. Like you know, the three of us are like, yeah, it's um, you know, I think well, nope, we're gonna have to wait. We're just gonna wait until we can meet in person. You know. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. That's just how it is. I'm happy being single. I'm good. Good. 
That's for no, it's, I'm not saying I'm not saying there's anything to fix, but you know, oh, yeah. I'm excited yeah. for all of us to like, yeah, move past this pandemic. Absolutely. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's well. Go ahead, Zofia. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just like laughing to myself because it's funny because um, I talked to Renard uh, quite a lot about like dating and everything, and I I knew all his answers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we actually exchange our opinions a lot about. You guys like, plan this entire dating. podcast. About- <laughs> <laughs> actually, not. <laughs> We're like exciting for like-, like spontaneous conversation, but it's just funny, like um, how we actually um, exchanged uh, the experiences and. I was like super curious to know the men's side and yeah. And Rod. yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it fascinates me. <laughs> and, and yeah. And no, and fascinating to me too, just like hearing about your experience in another country and what that's like. Um, and yeah, all the whole nine. So I've enjoyed uh, speaking to you both and I really appreciate your patience with our technology struggles and our time zone struggles and no um all that jazz uh it's re- I, I will say as a benefit to the, i've never been able to like most of my guests have been new york based we used to do this in person so this has been really cool for me to talk to people in in different places all over the world talk about dating like i said earlier but true story like connect on on being single which is a universal conundrum like we're all working through it so it's been yeah. awesome to have you both Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and I just want to like, like I said, just give a little shout out again. So uh, if you want to like connect more with Zofia and and, uh, and what she's working towards and the message she's spreading, um, her account is single lady, single lady hustle. But we do love single lady hustle. We, we do love a good single lady hustle. So all that good stuff. Yes. Very cool. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, if you felt like you could, maybe you have an international friend who is also single or maybe taking a break right now who would love it listening to this, please feel free to pass it along. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a like and a subscribe so you can help our content rise to the top so we can share our message with more awesome, badass, single, independent women. And stay tuned for another guest expert we have coming up in two weeks. You don't want to miss it. That's it for it this time. We will catch you in the next one. Bye.